Hello. Welcome back to episode 11 of the Enterprise Cloudcast. This is Alan Lanwan. I'm Chief Technology Officer here at ServiceNow. Really glad you're joining us. I happen to be broadcasting today from our brand new San Francisco offices here at ServiceNow. If you're ever down here in San Francisco, look us up. We'd love to have you by and show you the offices and talk to you some more about what we do here at the company. So last time on the Enterprise Cloudcast, we talked a lot about digital transformation. And digital transformation is something that we need to be able to do within the enterprise. Digital transformation is not just taking the same processes we've been doing for years and converting them, but rather rethinking them, automating them, and really having this need for automation. And you know, we've done a lot of study on this, this need to automate things. And we did this study called the State of Work Study that we published uh, the last couple of years, in 2016 and 2017. And a couple of things were pretty interesting out of that. First thing we found is that companies who are really highly automated, changed the way they've done their process, really gone through that digital transformation process, are six times more likely to see revenue growth of 15% or more. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to help our companies grow. We're trying to like the way they change. We're trying to change the way we think about how we offer products out to customers. And that's super important for us to realize that we need automation to get there. We also found out that by 2018, which is next year, according to my clock, 46% of the companies say they're going to need greater automation to get their work done. So in less than six months from now, this is August of uh, 2017, 46% of the companies say they're going to need greater automation to get their work done. And by 2020, which is, again, just three short years away, 86% of companies, 86% of companies, you know, almost 90% of our roundup, need automation to get their work done. So this idea of needing automation and having automation drive our enterprise is going to be super important. So I want to talk to you a bit about how we do and how we see intelligent automation here at ServiceNow. Our approach to intelligent automation is quite a bit different than everyone else's in the industry. Everyone else in the industry sort of has this philosophy whereby you share data with the company, and based upon that company's capabilities, that data is then sort of amalgamated into this big, what I'll call data lake. And based upon what's going on in that data lake, you have the ability to then leverage some of that data and then understand how you potentially could add some automation into your enterprise. Now that's interesting. You know, there is a, a law of big numbers sort of philosophy here, but I also think that you know, the data that you have about automation in your enterprise, the information about how you run your processes, the information about how you want to get jobs done, about your individual's company's enterprise data, that should really be unique to your enterprise. You know, we're not all about putting all that data into a big data lake, trying to find the droplets of water that are relevant to you, and then, you know, really deducing and using intelligent automation off that data. You know, we didn't decide to build intelligent automation by naming it after a dead scientist or, or doing something like that. We decided that what we're going to do is we're going to build individual pieces of information. We're going to build models that are specific to one customer at a time. Because really, why do you want to take your data and train your competition? You're using a cloud service. I'm sure your comp competition is using a cloud service. 
why are you amalgamating that into one big data lake and then sort of trying to suss out from there exactly what's relevant to you and what's relevant to them? Instead, why don't we keep your data unique to you, use your data to train yourself and the automations for your company, and really drive your business forward with your own data? So that's what we're doing here at ServiceNow. We've built a, a system we call the Intelligent Automation Engine. An intelligent automation engine, you've probably heard us talk about a little bit. We started announcing this program back at Knowledge17 in May. And there's really sort of four pieces of it. There's a piece that allows you to do performance forecasting in our performance analytics platform. There's benchmarking of how you're doing against your peers by industry, by vertical. There's in our IT operations suite, there's what's called anomaly detection, which helps you predict when events are going to occur and when IT operation incidents are going to happen. And then there's a part I'm going to talk about today, which is our predictive modeling. And the predictive modeling, again, is a system that effectively takes your data and allows that data to be used by one customer at a time and trains that to build a model that's relevant and useful in your instance. So what we did is we built a training system and this trainer. This trainer we've deployed in a couple of our different data centers and a couple of our different regions of the world. If you go back up, in the beginning of the Enterprise Cloudcast, I talked a bit about our, our data centers and our architecture. So picture a service that is running a training model. And what this service does is it takes individual data out of your instance on ServiceNow. So your data that you select, that you want to train on, you send it over to this individual trainer. Generally, you send it over every day, every week, every month, some regular interval. You slot some time on that trainer. You grind through various types of data models on that trainer, and you produce out of that a model that allows your instance to make smart decisions. Now, what that means is you need some good volume of data. You can't train on five pieces of data or 10 pieces of data. When you're actually going to send stuff off to the trainer, you're going to need you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pieces of data that you're going to train on. Now, again, this is an individual model that the trainer makes. And once a trainer actually makes that model based upon your data, it blows it off the training system. So you're, again, your individual customer data is sent over to the trainer. The trainer grinds through thousands, millions of iterations of this training model, produces a predictive model and a predictive um, equation that you can then send back into your instance. And then at that particular point, that data that was put in the trainer is blown away and potentially another customer goes in and uses a trainer for their slot. Now, again, you produce individual models for each individual customer. You can do things like add confidence intervals. You can add the types of data. You can select various tables and various columns and the, the types of data you'd like us to train on. You don't need to actually pick the model. You, know, you don't need to pick your data scientist model to go off and do it. You don't need to figure out whether it's a decision tree or a Bayesian algorithm or a you know, a random force, whatever you're trying to do, you, you basically have a situation where we have many, many models built in the trainer. You give us your data, we grind through it, again, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of times, finding a model which produces the right answer based upon the data you told us to train off of. And once we have a model that actually produces the right answers based upon the data you've given us to train off of, we build that decision tree that model and we put it back into your instance and at that point you can start querying the model and making smarter decisions so you don't need data scientists again 
you don't need people who know how to build these really interesting analytical engines. All you need to do is figure out what data it is you want to select, what historical data you want to send. You ask us to produce a model, and then you start using the model with the confidence intervals and sort of the decision criteria you want to use. So what can you do with that model? Once you've taken that historic data instance, pumped it through the training service, and have the model back, have that prediction model sitting in your instance, what are some of the things you can do it? Do with it. Well, first of all, there's a Glide API. So for those of you that are programming on, on a ServiceNow instance, there's a, there's a classic Glide API that allows you to go off and query the model. And you can also then build recommendations. So you can build recommendations in terms of if the data is X, would the model make a recommendation of how to analyze the data or how to move that data forward in an automation? An example in our particular um, tool set is the intelligent routing of work. What we mean by that is imagine when you file an incident, instead of having to pick an incident category, the model might tell you with a confidence interval, a confidence of 90% or 80%, that based upon the text in this incident, it's going to be a IT incident, or it's going to be a security incident, or it's going to be an incident dealing with an HR issue. We have the ability to categorize that. We also have the ability to route that and set the right priority. So if someone types in an incident with a given string or a given type of incident, maybe we can automatically prioritize that. Sort of the easy use case to think about is in a given enterprise, if, the printer, if a printer goes down, for a lot of enterprises, that might be a P3 or a P4, not, not a very urgent issue. But if I'm a printing company, maybe the data that you've given us, the historical data you've given us for the training system, helps us understand that when a printer goes down, it's not like the other enterprises out there. This is your business. And in your particular case, a printer down is a P1. So being able to categorize those incidents, being able to prioritize those incidents based upon the data that you have specific to your enterprise is another example of what you can do once you've built that machine learning model and have that predictive model in your instance. Another one that people like to think about is being able to uh, assist customer service agents. So if I'm a customer service agent and I see an issue come in or I'm reading a case history from a, a given customer, wouldn't it be nice if we had a model that could also read that alongside of us and make suggestions, predict knowledge base articles that might be useful, point people at the right service portal, being able to route the task directly to the right automation or the right group that can help us solve the customer service issue. Once you've got that predictive model and once you've built that off your own historical data, what we found is that you can have a very high degree, you know, north of 80% sort of confidence that the model will do the right thing. Because again, you're not building a model based upon every enterprise's on the planet's priority of a printer. You're building upon what your company has said, a printer down equals. And you're building it upon the model and the data that's relevant to your enterprise. So that's a very short, but hopefully succinct introduction to what we mean by intelligent automation. We're not building big data lakes. We're not doing self-driving cars. We're not doing, you know, sort of way when people think about machine learning, intelligent automation, you know, playing chess and playing Go and all that sort of stuff. We're trying to, and we are building a training system that takes your data, builds a predictive model based upon your data, and then puts that predictive model in your instance individually for you based upon your own data. It's a very, very powerful way of using machine learning.
We also don't make you understand how to build machine learning algorithms. We've got these algorithms built. We trained and built the trainers on our own. And we have that service that is scheduled and useful for each individual customer over time. It's a really powerful, succinct, and demonstrable model that we think is really going to reap huge, huge benefits for our customers. Because if we circle back to the, you know, what we were talking about here, we need every enterprise to go through digital transformation. Only by going through that digital transformation are you going to see that revenue growth. 46% of you said that by next year, you need to be using some automation. 86% of you said that by 2020, you need to be using some automation. That's going to increase your productivity. It's this automation in the automation engine that we've built that's really going to make your apps more powerful that you're building on ServiceNow. I'd encourage you to think about starting now. I'd encourage you to look into our intelligent automation engine, begin to see the capabilities that were released in Jakarta, understand it's coming, what's coming in our next release, which is Kingston, here towards the Q4 of 2017. We're really excited about this. We're really excited to show this to you. And hopefully this podcast is giving you a bit of an introduction into what we're building with the intelligent automation to help people do digital transformation with ServiceNow. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you again on the next episode of the Enterprise Cloudcast. Bye-bye now. Mm -hmm.